97.7 ACK-FM. I'm in the studio right now with a few people. One of them is actually calling in, uh, but the person in studio with me is Yvonne Valencourt, and Yvonne is the coordinator of the ACK-HPAI Task Force, also the UMass Boston Field Station Director here on Nantucket. And dialing in is Nicola Hill, who's a professor at UMass Boston. Yvonne, I thought I would actually pass it over to you to tell us about who Nicola is. Thanks. Uh, This is wonderful. Thank you for having us. I'm thrilled to be able to introduce Nicola. She is not only a virologist, but an ecologist and a bird enthusiast as well as highly trained. Uh, So so she wears many hats and Mm -hmm. it's great to have her here today as we talk about this topic. That's right. So, right. We're here to talk about the highly pathogenic avian influenza and also your task force. Can you talk about that? So when I met with Nicola, she, you know, was talking about uh, highly pathogenic avian influenza and how this is, you know, before COVID, people thought this would be kind of the really big virus to be watching and that it would come over here potentially. So it, it sure enough, uh, she asked me, have you noticed or has anyone talked to you out on Nantucket about it being up in Canada? And I said, no, I wasn't aware of this. So um, she informed me. And when I came back here, I reached out to stakeholders uh, Mm -hmm. to find out, you know, what other people may have heard that I hadn't and what sort of information was out there. And so we were all sort of in the dark. I mean, there were some, if you looked for it, you could find some information. And that was the inception of our task force, because we are out here on an island. We do sometimes feel a little isolated and we don't have large uh, poultry farms. So Mm -hmm. from that perspective, which is, I think, where a lot of resources go in situations like this, and we can talk about that briefly, we have slightly different sets of stakeholders as well. We have these wonderful swaths of land with lots of migratory birds and many naturalists and people who walk their dogs. And so we frequently hear from a lot of people that they've noticed a bird that is either sick or injured or dead. Um, and sometimes they pick it up themselves and put it in a box and drop it off at the hospital. And our task force really wanted to get the warning and recommendations out there right now that that's not what anyone should be doing right now. I want to pass it over right now to Nicola. So can you talk a little bit about the symptoms that sick birds would show? It's a bit of a tricky question because you can look at a bird and actually have no idea whether it's infected or not. So the the range of symptoms is really, really wide ranging. It really depends on the species and a whole bunch of other factors. But when people are seeing sick or injured birds in and around Nantucket, it's usually a loss of balance. They look a little wobbly. Neurologic symptoms like slack necks uh, and sometimes even respiratory distress, like struggling to breathe, those types of symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so that's usually what we see as a, the, the signs of bird flu in wild birds. But there are birds out there that are completely resistant. So they can fly through the air, they can live their best life, and they're infected, and they're actively shedding virus as well. So it's a really wide uh, range of symptoms that we're seeing right now. So it's a big open question, actually. As you said, they're shedding symptoms. So obviously, we touch a bird, we could contract uh, something like this. But does it also shed in things like ponds and, and water? Yes. So that would be a really common way for the virus to transmit, actually, is in water bodies. So the virus, its, it's happy place is sort of in water birds 
and their habitats. So uh, ponds that are primarily freshwater, uh, that are cold, tend to do a really good job of keeping the virus alive. And so that promotes circulation to other species or interspecies transmission that way via water. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. A little bit similar to how there's uh, stormwater and wastewater surveillance for COVID-19. Similar sort of infection routes uh, for influenza virus, which has also respiratory symptoms as well. What do we do to go about this? Uh, Do we completely avoid it altogether? Do we bring it to the offshore animal hospital? Well, um, here on Nantucket, uh, we can't bring anything to the offshore hospital that is a bird right now. So as a result of this uh, current situation and regional detections of this virus, they're refusing birds um, as patients right now. And so what you're asked to do, we are fortunate that we have a stranding team and we have this uh, structure already in place and a very willing and wonderful group of people who will take your call, their number is one eight three three six six seven six six two six. So you could call that number, and that's the Marine Mammal Hotline. You could also call the Massachusetts Department of Agricultural Resources, and you should also look at their website if um, you own chickens or you handle birds. And they have a wonderful wealth of information. But if you find that there is a out of the ordinary bird mortality event, then you should call, you could also call them directly. You can call our, our local hotline, but you can also call the Mass Department of Agricultural Resources at 617-626-1795. And you said they had a website too, right? Do we yes, have that? They do. Um, there, You can find the biosecurity for your backyard flock. 3-1-2022.pdf is available on the um, Mass Department of Agricultural Resources website. So you could Google Mass Department of Agricultural Resources slash avian flu and you will find all kinds of information. But if you own chickens or have some sort of backyard flock, you really want to look at the biosecurity for your flock information. They'll give you all sorts of um, information about precautions and way to just reduce the chance of um, transmission and what to do if you think one of your birds is sick or if one of them dies. So if you're a wildlife bird handler, it's similar. It's a little bit different. And if you're not in either of those categories, you really should not be touching any birds. Yeah, Nicholas. so you obviously have a bigger picture perspective uh, than us here on Nantucket. What have you seen so far? What is the trend become of the HPAI? Yeah, great question. So we know that Cape Cod has been hit relatively hard because it's such an attractive area for overwintering birds and and birds of so many different species that congregate there, that use those important habitats. And so we're, we're seeing infections circulating in and around Nantucket and Cape Cod um, at large. But outside of that, yes, this virus is advancing really quickly. It made its way uh, across from Northern Europe into Canada where it touched down. 
and we had some infections in poultry and also in gulls, great black-headed gulls, that when you look at their distribution maps, they move, boom, straight south, um, and they overwinter on Nantucket and Cape Cod. So we knew that this virus, we had some kind of hints that this virus had the potential to move south via the coast and really, really quickly, and that's basically what happened. Now it's advancing westward, so from the east, from the Atlantic coast, across the middle of the US, and it hasn't touched down quite yet in the Pacific Northwest, but it's it's advanced as far as Texas, where it's where we have poultry outbreaks, and Nebraska is getting hit really hard, Iowa, Minnesota. We're probably in about well over 20 million uh, poultry stock that have had to have been uh, depopulated is the nice way to say it, um, to minimise further spread of the virus. So this is a really big deal uh, and it has the potential to have economic impacts and, and other impacts beyond that. So, yeah, we're, we're sitting tight and waiting for to see what's going to happen next. But we know that it's it's moving rapidly and it's much different from this is sort of unprecedented, the movement of the virus that we've seen so far. Can we just talk a little bit about the risk factor with the HPAI? With highly pathogenic avian influenza, we, we have from time to time seen the virus jump from birds into mammals, including humans. And so with human infections, that's really typically folks who have exposure to poultry. So recent human infections have occurred in the UK. It was a a backyard duck farmer um, and others throughout Asia and Russia. The poultry workers that are uh, work at really large scale, big commercial poultry farms. We've never seen the virus luckily move from a wild bird directly into a human. Uh, It usually has to mutate. Um, It jumps into poultry after wild birds and then it mutates and moves on to humans. So the risk to humans is considered considered still really low. But I will say that this virus and its recent trajectory in the US has been pretty interesting. And I think we've noticed it in a broader range of bird species than we have before. And uh, we're certainly concerned about movement of this virus uh, from wild birds into species like foxes. We've seen it in gray seals even. Uh, And there's a lot of potential for dogs that predate on, you know, domestic pets or wild dogs that predate on birds that are infected, that are a little bit wobbly, that lack coordination to escape a dog. Uh, Very much that that might be an interesting transmission pathway that we should really stay vigilant about. Uh, And so we've already had a few reports of dogs uh, that have attacked um, birds, especially gulls, along the shores of Nantucket for that very reason. So I think it might be incumbent on us as as pet owners to make sure that we really try and reduce that interaction. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so especially when you're walking around habitats that are really sensitive and that those are where we get large congregations of wild birds to really make sure that dogs are kept on a leash um, for instance and those types of those types of um, practices I think would be important at this point okay the best thing that we can do is if we come across an ailing bird 
We reported to either the Marine Mammal Alliance, Nantucket. I'll just say these numbers one more time. Uh, 1-833-667-6626 or the Massachusetts Department of Agricultural Resources at 617-626-1795. Yvonne, Nicola, thank you for talking with us about the HPAI today and why we should be so concerned. Thanks again. Thanks for having us. Thank you.